Welcome to the Power Peanuts Podcast, where all we do is talk about what's going on in the world of sports and make up dumb names for podcasts. I'm Tyler Mains. Alongside me today is Frank Pettorini. And we got, a, we got a list full of stuff to talk about this week. It's a big week. Always is. I don't know. So you want to get started? Yeah, what do you want to start with? We can start with... Uh, let's start with football, because you, you like a lot of football. Alright. So I know you, you love your man, Landon Collins, and this week the Giants decided to not franchise tag him and make him a free agent. Yeah. That was, I mean, from in my eyes, it was a dumb move. Yeah. I mean, I hate it because Landon Collins is my favorite player on the Giants. He's their defense, though. Yeah. So, like, I mean, you get rid of... They bring in the they bring in the general manager last year, and they're they're kind of they're in the middle of like do we rebuild or do we win now? So I think last year they were kind of a win now kind of mentality. They got rid of Jason Pierre-Paul. They got rid of Damon Harrison. They got rid of Eli Apple. All on defense, they. Sp- Spent a crap ton of money to bring in Alec Oldtree. Um, they're thinking about trading away Olivier Vernon in the next couple weeks. Uh, they just get rid of Landon Collins, so they're like cleaning house on defense. Which is probably what you don't need. No, it was a bad defense to start, and now you're just, you're just making it worse. Yeah. Why not just pay Landon Collins the $11 million that... To, to tag him. Yeah, it's not like an a, a insane amount of money. Like they they paid more than that for like any, everyday guys. And this guy's a pro bowler for what three out of four years in the pros or something. Like yeah, that? perennial pro bowler. Eli Manning's making twenty three million dollars. And you don't want to pay Landon Collins eleven million. Dollars? And they don't want to pay Landon Collins eleven million. But they won't cut. They won't cut Eli. God forbid. No. Said. No. Well, that would be like that would be like if the Yankees traded Derek Jeter away. Or like cut Derek Jeter. But Derek Jeter was good, bro. Was That's good. the equivalent. Yo, man, it's not playing very well. No, those last couple of years, Jeter was just an average, if anything, player. Okay. Um. I had no idea what was going through their minds when they decided to let. Yeah, it's mind-boggling. I don't know. Like you're trading, what you're giving away your entire defense. Like you said, and, and they're just, they didn't get anything crazy in return for just the trades, and then you just let go of Landon Collins and just let him go for nothing. And then it came out today that they're supposedly, I don't know what source this came from, I just this read is it bold. somewhere. There's no way. Um, the Giants are talking to the Browns about a possible Odell Beckham trade. For who? What, who are you gonna get? They were talking. I, I, what I heard was an offensive lineman at a first round pick, which would be the Browns at. I forget what I think it's eighteen. Something around there. But even, I would only take that pick if they're really bad. They weren't bad. So like, like you said, they're eighteen. I'm not gonna take an eighteen, the eighteen pick for my best. Well, player. I think the eighteen was somebody else's, but they got it. Whatever. It was. That's not the original pick, but. But that's my best player. I'm not yeah. going to trade you my best player. Now you should give me an absolute haul. It's like it's like Anthony Davis with the Lakers. They're trying to give him a haul. That's the only way you take it. And they still didn't take it. So if you're just going to give me an offensive lineman that I can get 
a, a year from now in the draft or sign someone else. I'm not going to trade you my best player for him and a, and a first-round pick. The Giants, in my eyes, have made such bad moves, like Landon Collins right now, and then benching Eli Manning a couple of years ago. Yeah. What, that was just dumb. Mm. Um, they've made such bad moves, and they've pissed off the fan base so much that if you trade away Odell Beckham... Oh, it's over. You have no all fans. hell is going to break loose. You have no fans left if you trade away. If you, go to, if you went to a Giants game last year, I would say about 75% of the jerseys worn by fans were either the 13 of Odell Beckham or the 21 of Landon Collins. And then the other 25 is probably 26 for Saquon Barkley. Besides, right. besides that. Right. That's pretty much it. So if you trade away the guy... Not even that. Like, if you trade away your best player, you're losing so much revenue. Like, and I'll talk about... I'm, I'm a diehard Giants fan. Diehard Giants fan. Have been my whole life. I own two Giants jerseys. Odell Beckham and Landon Collins. And they're both possibly gone from the team. So... One's already gone. You can see how much the, both of those guys mean to the fans. Yeah. So if the Giants let him go, I, that's just dumb. And, unless, for, and for what? Unless you're an absolute haulback. I, I don't... I, no. I'm not trading away Odell Beckham. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to make you better. No. Trade away Odell Beckham. What are you going to get? A pick that gets you... Pick's probably not going to get you somebody who's better than Odell Beckham. Probably not. Um, I don't know. Enough about the Giants. Give me a headache. Um, the Jaguars are expected to sign Nick Foles. Nick Foles didn't, wasn't tagged by the, the Eagles. So they let him go. Uh, they let him go. Jaguars, who had Blake Bortles, obviously didn't work out last year. Um, expected to sign Nick Foles in the next couple weeks and cut Blake Bortles, making him a free agent. I think that's a good move for them, though. With, yeah. With Leonard Farnett and then like Foles, it could be pretty good offense. Yeah, and then they're talking about uh, maybe drafting like a wide receiver like that. That could be good for them. Did you see that uh, DK Metcalf? Dude's a beast. Guy? Oh my god. Dude's a monster. If they get him, they talk. I was seeing a couple mock drafts where they where the Jaguars pick him up. That's gonna be deadly. So, so like Nick Foles, Leonard Fournette, and D, DK Metcalf on top of yeah. a defense that wasn't great last year, but it has the potential to be really good. I saw something really funny the other day. It was like um, this year's combine, there was like 18 offensive linemen, and then 15 of them ran a better 40 than Tom Brady did in his combine. Yeah. yeah. So like that just shows you how much the athleticism has grown over the past couple oh, yeah. of decades oh, yeah. compared to before. So... Falls projected to go to the Jaguars, not official, but uh, that's where they're heading right now. Which um, is a good direction. This just came in about an hour ago. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of pissed off. Last week we missed the Bryce Harper news by about five minutes. Yeah. And now we missed this this new these this trade by about an hour. Our um, timing's horrible. I'm waiting for the time where we start, where we like get like huge breaking news during and the show. I love it, yeah. That would be fantastic. We just missed this one. This close. Um, the Broncos traded 
quarterback Case Keenum and a seventh round pick to the Redskins for a sixth round pick. It's a good move for them. Because the Broncos didn't do him anymore. Yeah, and I mean, Redskins. the Broncos have Joe Flacco now. Yeah, so. and the Redskins need a quarterback. Doesn't really... It's not going to make yeah. either team much better, but, you know... No. Just news. Um, so, I guess the Redskins now... I mean, they they coming into this this year, they were thinking about drafting a quarterback or trading for trading for like Josh Rosen or somebody. Yeah. Um, I guess they don't have to do that now that they have Case Keenum. They can find another need and fit that there. It's a good move. I mean, it's not gonna make them a lot better, but it'll get a little bit better. No, I don't, I don't think they're going anywhere. Um. And then, just to wrap up the NFL, uh, big name guy in Antonio Brown. Yes. On the trade block. Well, request, I'd, say, request, I'd say almost off the trade block at this requested point. Requested trade from the Steelers last week. Um, so, we're going to make picks on where he will end up. All right. You want to go first or want me to go first? I'll let you go first because you weren't so sure about where he was going. I have no clue. I haven't followed this news at all. But I know I know who my answer is. I will go. Redskins. So you're saying he goes to the Redskins with a trade for Antonio Brown after trading for Case Keenum? Yes, they need to make a splash. They need to win their division this year. They haven't won in a couple years. They almost won it two years ago. Gonna make that push. I'm going with the Raiders. Really? Just because John Gruden is so dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that he's gotta be all over this. You definitely know he's gonna trade like every pick he has for like seven years just to get Antonio Brown. I heard that the Steelers want like a first round pick and like a fourth or later. I think the Raiders, or not the Raiders, I think John Gruden is willing to give up, like, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and might as well just give them the whole draft. <laughs> I always forget how coveted picks are in the NFL draft. Yeah. They're much highly, they're much more highly coveted than, say, the NBA or the MLB. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, Josh, Josh Gruden's screwed up things from the past, you know, training Khalil Mack. So. Oh, yeah. So, see how that goes. Um, we'll yeah, that wraps up. Now let's head over to the let's head over to the diamond. Let's go. Let's talk some baseball. All right. Um, you start us off. It was not a good week for Yankees fans. Horrible week for Yankees fans, as Luis Severino was diagnosed with shoulder inflammation. He's unlikely to make the opening day start as expected. And CC's Matthews also expected to um, start the season on the DL. And Brian Cashman said more than likely he will fill those guys in with Jonathan Loisica and Diego Herman. So, not a good week. Yeah, I mean, you lose those guys. The, the Yankees were, they went out and they got James Paxton so that they could have that rotation that they like haven't had in recent years. And now they lose Severino and Sabathia for the first couple weeks of the season. 
for a week or so. The, the shoulder inflammation scares me. I know because I'm a health science guy. This is, what, this is my thing. I know what I'm talking all right, about. All right. um, shoulder inflammation should only take, I say, maybe two weeks if you want to shut, shut a guy down for a week to reduce the swelling and then get him back throwing for a week and then throw him back out there. So it should only take about two weeks. But the thing with shoulder inflammation is it could be a lot of things and those those little things could pile up into one big thing like like a major shoulder injury that puts them out for a while. So that's what I'm I'm really hoping. It's not one of those cases that it's just a little bit of inflammation that you have to take a week and just get the swelling down and go back out there. And CC, I don't even know what why is CC not on on the DL? Or sorry, sorry, sorry. IL. He's on the IL. Not the DL. Sorry, I can't call um, it that anymore. I don't even know. I didn't check. It might probably be something with his knee. They said his knee was full. Um, really bad. Right knee. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Looking for it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, they never said, right? I never heard why. Wait, this is saying he's suspended. Oh, wait, he is suspended. Do you remember his last start of the season last year? He hit guy oh, on the raise right. and he got suspended five games. And he never served it, and they gave him the bonus for the innings limit for the innings cap. That's right. I completely forgot. I completely forgot about that. So, so he'll miss a start at least anyway, even if he's not in the deal. Was it five games or five starts? Five games. Okay. They don't do starts. I wish they did, but they don't. <sighs> I completely forgot about that. So, like, so instead of going out and getting Dallas Keuchel or any of those guys. I have Dallas Keuchel on the Yankees. Um, it can still happen. I think this shows that they don't have the pitching depth they thought they had. So you never know. I know Brian Cashman said this is pretty much the team for the whole season, but I don't I don't buy that. Brian Cashman got something up his sleeve. I think Lewisaga, I trust Lewisaga to go out there and pitch and for a game or two in place of Sabathia. Um, not as much Herman. Herman can dominate. I he can he can. I'm not saying I don't trust him at all. I just I'm just saying I trust Lewisaga a lot more. And Herman and then Sessa, not at all. What I'd rather have is have him sign Dallas Keuchel and then move either probably CC the bullpen as a long relief to get some stress off of that knee. Yeah, that's what I would do. Cause it's not like they don't have the money for it. They don't. They don't really need it. You can talk. It's not. It's not a big need. Baseball is all about depth. You need depth to win the World Series. If you don't have depth, you're not going to win. Right. And say one of those pitchers gets injured after you sign Dallas Keuchel, then you have CeCe Zabathia flop right in there. And then even if another one gets injured, you have Jonathan Weisga sliding right in there. I also think they like what they have, like, in the... They also the, like the in-house guys, I know. The higher-ups of the, the farm. Yes, very true. The Weisga and Sessa and Herman. Even Chance Adams. And Shannon Tarpley, who's a closer right. still. But, I don't know. If I was Brian Cashman, I'd go make a splash. Because they... I mean, they made a splash with Adam Adovino. I know that. But, just like really, really sinking the teeth of the Red Sox. Because 
they know they're not as good as us this year. So, all right. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Tom Seaver was diagnosed with dementia today. Horrible news. Uh, one which, of, one which, of the best pitchers of that generation. Which is always, always sad. Um, one thing that made it more emotional, I know, at least for Mets fans, was uh, this year is the 50th anniversary of the 69 Mets. Yeah. Which would not have happened if it weren't for him. Oh, they don't win anything if it's not for Tom no. Seaver. Tom Seaver, if you had to put um, one guy at the top who was responsible for that miracle season, the World Series team, it was Tom Seaver. Oh, 100%. Tom Seaver makes that team. If, they, if he's not on that team, they don't win a ring. And then the Mets are just worse than they are. So uh, the Mets were expecting to go out during the summer and um, do celebration, do like commemorative celebration stuff like 50th that. anniversary yeah. stuff for the World Series I guess now they have to do it without uh, Tom Seaver which is very sad yeah considering how great he was for that team oh yeah he was that team Tom Seaver to the Mets was like Mickey Mantle and Joe DiMaggio and Babe Ruth for the Yankees. Woody Ford and all those guys. And, yeah, and more. Yeah. He's one of their best players ever. Yeah. By far. So. That's a little bit of sad news, but. Can we go some happy, Tyler? You know what made me happy yesterday? What? It was watching my Seton Hall Pirates take down Marquette with an 18-0 run in the final six minutes of the second half. That's what made me happy yesterday. And all you guys that think I'm stupid for seeing all the win the Big East can suck it. They can beat Marquette, who's the top team in the Big East. Thank you. That's all, all right, I so say. you get it's, it's it is March. It is March. So you get those games here and there where and it's college basketball, where teams just don't go out and perform. And I'll give it to Marquette. Or I'll give it to Seton Hall. They beat Marquette. And they beat him good in those last couple minutes. I think Marquette was up 10. They were 15 at one point. 15? And they lost by 9. Like 8 minutes left, I think they were up 10. I was watching the whole thing. Um, I gotta represent. Um, So, yeah, I have Marquette winning. We did our picks last week. I have Marquette winning the Big East. So that was not a good sign for me. They now lost three in a row. You have Seton Hall winning the Big East. So that was a big win. <sighs> Man, what a day. That team's so good. And but, no one believes. But a team that nobody's talking about. Don't say DePaul. Or my DePaul no. Blue Demons. Oh this God. team. They've won two in a row. Recently... They defeated Georgetown 101 to 69. And Georgetown is what, the three seed? In the Big East tournament or something? And Georgetown is the. Uh, hold on, I gotta find it again. Big East. Georgetown's a three seed. Oh, well, look at that. Three way tie right here. So my Pirates could be three. 
That's not a three-way tie. That's a one, two, three, four, five-way tie. So my Pirates could be three. DePaul's only a game back. DePaul can suck it. I don't <laughs> care. Pirates are right there. Pirates for the win. Um, Come on, boys. My bring it home. DePaul, they're going places. They ain't going, they ain't going nowhere. They beat, they beat St. John's on Sunday, last Sunday. They, before that, they had a rough, a rough stretch. They... They, they lost to Marquette and Butler and Creighton and Georgetown, all those teams. But this team can win. And they proved that yesterday by beating Georgetown 101 to 69. Also beat St. John's before that. Um, oh, my guy, Max Struess. Uh, I think he scored his thousandth, thousandth career point yesterday. Or either yesterday or Sunday, I forget. Uh, Put up 30 points last night. And then Eli Kane put up 24. Uh, Max Ruse almost had a double-double. Paul Reed, their forward, put up 19 points and 10 boards. Had a double-double. So this team, it's a pretty complete team. They've got the pieces. And I know you're going to come right back at me and you're going to be like, oh, Seton Hall has pieces too. You know this- who had a great game yesterday? Shh, my man. DePaul. DePaul. Miles Powell scored 34 points for my Pirates yesterday. 34 points. DePaul's game wasn't even close. They were up 23 points at halftime over Georgetown. Now, I remember you saying, I remember bringing up DePaul um, when we were making our conference tournament picks last week. You were like, well, DePaul's only won, like, what, one game? They're going to end the season in last place? Yeah. Has 101 points for you against the third best team in the, in the Big East? One word, five letters. Fluke. Fluke. All right, right back at you. It was a fluke that Seton Hall beat Marquette. Really? Yes. How? Marquette had a bad game. They didn't. They fin- were winning. They didn't finish. They didn't they finish. They went on an 18-0 run. They didn't finish. What I call that? That's lockdown defense. I baby. call that not finishing. That's clamps. That's clamps all day. No, that's just not finishing. Oh my god. That you put yourself in an opportunity where you can win a where you can win a basketball game against an average team in the conference, and you go out and you chip. They outscored them in the second half. 42, sorry, let me say that again. 42 to 27. Yes, Marquette didn't finish. I, 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 I'm saying that you're right. Yes, they did it. They, I'm not saying you're wrong in that the point where they scored, they outscored them in the second half. Beat Butler. Uh, well, lost the ball. What else we got? Beat Creighton. Lost a one point by two Xavier. Beat Creighton again. Played well in the beginning of the year. Uh, beat Hawaii. He's, he's okay. Miami's they almost okay. lost to Grand Canyon. What we thought last week was an online college. Dude, it's not, I'm telling you, it's still an online college. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, dude, I just, I just got a feeling. I got, a, I got a feeling. I really do. You know me, dude. I don't. I go with like the knowledgeable pick. I'm like. Bro, they're barely squeaking by everybody. But you know what? Like, look, no, no, no. Listen, listen. Xavier's pretty good. Look at, oh, they beat Kentucky. They beat Kentucky. I'm telling you, they're nice. Listen, listen. 
They lost to Louisville. They beat New Hampshire pretty well. They barely squeaked by Miami. They barely squeaked by Rutgers. They barely squeaked by Maryland. They barely squeaked by Sacred Heart. No, never mind. 14. I misread that. They barely squeaked by St. John's. St. John's is one of the best teams in the conference, though. St. John's is really good. I know. They lost to DePaul. There goes my point again. They lost to DePaul. DePaul's DePaul, getting eliminated in the first DePaul round. DePaul is great. When's this tournament start? DePaul. It's Friday, right? DePaul is so good. Is it Friday or Saturday? Um, hold on. I know that. I, I know that. Seen Hall plays Georgetown in the first round. I don't know who you play. Who'd you even pick again? Uh, Marquette. Oh, oh, that's right. The team we beat last night. My bad. I forgot. And this dude, I told him that they're going to beat Marquette on last podcast. Mar- last podcast, I looked at the schedule. I said, that's a W. And you right, laughed so in my face. So this is... You guys play Georgetown in the first round? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I thought we did. I could be wrong. Saturday. I guess Saturday is the first. Just look up the tournament schedule. So Big East starts on... Oh, the 13th. Yeah, that's not it. Uh, the 13th is... Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Nothing scheduled. What? Do you have a set of top 25? The, 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 the matches probably haven't come out yet. It doesn't make any sense if they've already come out. So the regular season is not... I thought I saw a bracket. Regular season is not even over. Okay. I don't know. Oh, well, you know what it was? It was, it was, uh, it was uh, the season end that day. Oh, That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Season end... Regular season ends for everybody on Sunday. So... Well, no. But then why did sure. they already have tournaments already? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Huh? Some of the tournaments already started. Though. Well, yeah. Because they ended early. I'm just saying, like, the last regular season game will be on, on uh, Saturday. Oh, Saturday, yeah. Right. Speaking of, there are some big games on Saturday. First, we have Duke at UNC. Uh, good old matchup. I think this is an easy pick, Tyler. Come on. All right, so we're, we're doing picks for these? Yeah, we're doing picks for these. All right, so we got... Because I remember um, the last time the Duke-UNC game happened where Zion blew out a shoe, uh, we came back the next episode, and we were like, how did we not do picks for this game? So... We're definitely doing picks. We're definitely doing picks. Uh... And I also threw in uh, Michigan and Michigan State. That's going to be a good game. As well. So we'll pick those two. It's got three pick, three opportunities for points this week. Antonio Brown trade, uh, the Duke-UNC game, and then the uh, Michigan-Michigan State game. So we'll start off with uh, Duke and UNC. Oh, side note. My Pirates play Villanova, I think, tomorrow. That's mm-hmm. W. Calling it right now. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, they're probably going to get killed now. But yeah, okay. Probably will. That's okay. Um, Just saying. All right, we can go back to this. All right. I I'll, picked first for the other one. So you I'll can go start first. off for Duke UNC. Pretty obvious choice. Zion Williamson probably not going to play. So I'm going, going, going with the heels. Yeah, that's easy. Same thing. Roll heels. Roll pirates. All right, Michigan and Michigan State. Michigan, a team that I thought was going to win the tournament earlier in the year. Not looking good. Not looking good. <laughs> Not looking good. Not looking good. And you know what? 
they're going to keep not looking very good because Michigan State is going to win this game. I watched the last time they played at Michigan. I watched that game too. That was that was not a good game for them. It's a pretty one-sided game yeah. towards the at least in the second half. At least in the second half. Yes. Um, and you look at it, and um, Michigan dropped all the way to seven. They were once I think two. They're in a seven, and then Michigan State is right behind them at nine. So I'm gonna take Michigan State. I'm gonna go with Michigan. I'm gonna stay with my guys for one reason. They've been playing better basketball lately. And they're kind of getting their footing back. So I think that they'll take, they'll go into this game seeking revenge after losing the game. What was it last week? Two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Uh, to Michigan State. So I think they'll. On the road, really? I think they'll go into. Um, the game? I, I don't remember. Uh, East play. Lansing. East Lansing. That's it. They'll go into East Lansing and they'll, 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 they'll steal a dub. Really? Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. they, yeah, they got it. We'll see. I'm trying this to... Team, this team's getting their footing back. I'm trying to get back on the, on the picks game. I'm trying to, trying to take the lead back. Yeah, you're, so. taking, you're taking the safe picks. That's how you get back in it. And then when you have a lead, then you, then you go a little dicey. All right. Right, we'll move on to the NBA. What's hold on, what's it? It's seventh. It so is. not this, not this, uh, not next week. But the week after, we will have a huge swing in points because we'll know the outcome. Oh, massive! We're gonna have we're gonna oh, like triple God. our points. Hopefully, we'll know the outcomes of the uh, conference tournaments. So is that next week? Next not week? next week. The following. The following Tuesday. And then that Sunday. We're doing we're doing Sunday, a, right? we're doing a Tuesday episode. Oh, okay. All right. After selection Sunday. Okay. So let's talk some NBA. Now that we're big night in the NBA, we can stop talking about college basketball for now. So last night, LeBron James passed Michael Jordan for fourth all time on the scoring list. I think he's the goat. He just I, <laughs> you think he's the goat? Yeah, he definitely solidified himself as the goat now. Really, it just, it just took that to do it. It did, it did, for me. Because you look at it now, and what was MJ known for? I don't, I don't what scoring, obviously. Well, yeah, a lot scoring. of people were known for scoring. That's what he's known for. Well, hold on. So you're saying that all you got to do is outscore MJ and you're the go? I didn't... When did I say that? I'm saying... In, would you let me finish my point, please? All right, all right. So MJ's known for scoring, right? Okay. Yep. Now, LeBron has passed him for scoring. Yeah. So now he's better, quote-unquote, than MJ was at scoring. Now, if you combine that, he's also beating MJ in rebounds as well as assists and career field goal percentage by I think like 2% or something yeah so you yeah. combine all that mm-hmm. and I think it overpowers the six rings talk does it though I think it does cause you gotta look at the team that Jordan had for those six rings he had Dennis Rodman unarguably one of the best defenders of all time 
and best rebounders of all time. Yeah. And Scottie Pippen, who uh-huh. could also score and play very good defense. Yes. And Steve Kerr. Yes. Who was very good three-point shooter. Yes. So, I think a combination, if you and, look at that. And Phil Jackson. And Phil Jackson. As coach. As coach, yes. Who was best coach of all time. Not with the Knicks, but everyone else, yes. So, you look at all that. And Greg Popovich is my best coach of all time. That's another discussion. All right. And the six rings, yes, very impressive. But the leading in points, rebounds, assists, field goal percentage, and I think just legacy at this point trumps the six rings. See, I agree with you on the stats. I mean, you can't argue with stats. So the numbers you just spit... Stats are num- numbers are numbers. You can't do anything. Yeah, this, the numbers that you just spit out, are they definitely go in LeBron's favor. But when you're talking legacy... I, those rings have to count for something. Okay, yeah. Those but... MVPs have to count for something. The scoring titles have to count for something. But you gotta no, no, listen, listen. It's a diff- you, you can agree with me that back then and right now, totally different game. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. All right. So, so if LeBron goes out and outscores Michael Jordan because... The NBA sees more scoring now. Are you still calling him the GOAT? Because keep in mind, LeBron only has one scoring title in his career. But you gotta remember who he plays. I think against. I think Jordan had like eleven. He had like ten or eleven. Something. Yeah, something stupid. But the the magnitude of scores that we have in today's NBA is yeah. much greater than that of Jordan's era. So you have guys like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Kevin Durant, I just named the guys all in one team, but that's a whole other discussion. And then Devin Booker, who's on the on the rise. Dirk Nowitzki, who's a great scorer. Kobe Bryant is in LeBron's era. A little bit of Jordan's, but mostly mostly LeBron's. Uh-huh. So you look at all those guys, and you say you're not going to outscore all those guys every single year. One of those guys every single year is going to score more than you. So that's just the way it falls. But Jordan, not saying that he didn't have great players. He did. They were all great players. But Jordan, in that era, was by far the best scorer by, th- through anyone. Any one of them. And that's just not the case with LeBron. Because there's just such an increase in so, scoring ability. So, for their own time. So is, so, is LeBron, for his time, better than Jordan for his time? Yes. Yes. Because Jordan, when he played, if you were if you were to ask somebody who's the best player in the NBA, it's almost unanimously him. Okay. Every single time. Yeah. If you were to ask me this year, who's the best player in the NBA, you're not gonna get a whole lot of LeBron. See, I don't agree with that though. And 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 last year, you're not gonna get a whole lot of LeBron. Answers. I don't agree with that either. Now listen, listen. I'm arguing you with you right now for the sake of arguing with you. I, I think LeBron. I think LeBron is better than Jordan. When when it's all said and done, I think LeBron's better than Jordan. But you can't excuse the fact that Jordan. Jordan was a god when he played. Oh no doubt. LeBron, I think, is is living up to that because of how long and how consistent he's been. He's the most consistent player in NBA history. Right. Not every year he puts up the same. He got better. 
as he got, he's, what he's is gotten he, better as he's gotten older. Was he 34 now? Yes. Yeah, this like is that. arguably his best season ever at 34. I don't know. This is not his best season. Really? He's scoring like 28 a game. I no, think. that Miami year that I think it was the second championship. Oh, wait, you're right. That, year, that, was, that, was, that, was, that, that was LeBron year. was, right. that was God. I, I, I was okay, watching right. God. You're right. All right. But, um, but yeah, this LeBron is insane. Yeah. And you already know he's going to get better for next year. Yeah. Because he always does. They're actually, the, the Lakers, I don't know if you heard it, but the Lakers are actually, they're actually going to limit his, his playing minutes now. It's pointless. I mean, you might as well. What they're going to do is they're going to limit him to like 15 minutes, 20 minutes a game. And then they're going to, they're going to sit him on, I think they have three sets of back-to-back games yeah. um, left in the season. They're going to sit him for the second game of each of those sets. I mean, I have no problem with it. They're all they're all away games. Uh, the first one's actually against the Clippers, so it's not really an away game. But, but yeah. Um, I think one's against the Clippers, one's against the Pistons out in Detroit, and the other one's in Utah. Yeah, I don't want to go all the way to Detroit. So. Especially because the Lakers aren't making the playoffs this year. I don't care how they play for the rest of the year. I don't care how the Kings play or... I don't even know who else. Who's in, who's in it? Right now it's the Kings. I don't remember who else is. I think Utah's in it for the yeah. eighth seed. I don't care how they play. There's just not enough time. Like they're. I mean, the Western Conference is pretty much locked up. Yeah. yeah. In terms of who's in it, the seeding might change. But seeding, the, the, seeding, the eight teams that are going there, to change. Eight teams that are there are going to be there. Yeah. And because Lakers right now are nine. Yeah. They're out. I think they're like ten actually. Or something. They're like four and a half out with like. 15 games to go or something and there's just not enough time like even if they want to like win if they want to go 10 and 5 they're still not going to be able to make up five games that quickly uh six and a half back are they six and a half now six and a half back yeah now because they lost last night oh oh i forgot they lost last night yeah they're the 11 seed they're they're behind my timberwolves that's when you know it's bad oh yeah they're, they're tied with the timberwolves Jeez. The Kings are four games back of the Clippers. The Lakers are six and a half back of the Clippers. So the Lakers are out. Timberwolves are out. So basically, the Kings need to close that gap. I don't think they will either. I don't think they will either. Just because the Clippers are playing well. Yeah, I just don't, I just don't think there's enough time. How many games have they played? Uh, what is that? 64. 65? Was that like uh, 17 games left? Something like that, yeah. So, yeah. So, like, 17 games left. You're out six and a half. You're just not going to make up seven games. In no, seven. probably not. So, it's probably in their best interest to sit him. So, you know, he doesn't tear something or deteriorate his body. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna save him so they can win a championship next year. That's the plan. <laughs> well, they got to sign either Anthony Davis, Clay Thompson, or Kawhi Leonard for that time. Or everybody. Or all three. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, in other NBA news, the Warriors signed Andrew Bogut to reunite him in Golden State. That's funny to me because I think, what, wasn't he like a bad teammate? Didn't, didn't was he? something come out that he was like a, like, 
a bad person in the oh, locker room. Oh, I don't know. He, le- he left. I think he left because he wanted more playing time, and he wasn't. Well, I think I, I know that that's why he left ultimately. But I think like there was like ish like locker room issues with. Oh, I didn't guys. know about that. Probably. I mean, you got at that time. Uh, what was it? Clay, Steph, and Barnes, and and Iggy, Iggy and Barnes, and. Uh, that was it. I think Jordan Bell was with him. If I'm just naming guys who are still on the team. Uh, what was it, 2015 championship roster? Draymond was on the team. Oh, yeah, Draymond. How do we forget Draymond? Um, let's see. Uh, Barbosa. I miss Barbosa. <laughs> uh, yeah, Barnes, Bogut, Ian Clark, Steph Curry, Festus Azili, who was a good player. Yeah. Uh, Draymond Green, Iggy, Sean Livingston, Kevin Looney, James McAdoo, who's Sean Livingston's still on the team. Yeah, he's still he's there. Mm-hmm. Brandon Rush, who I'm not sure is he still there. I'm not sure. No. Uh, Maury Spates, who's on. Don't tell me. Not the Warriors. I want to say. I want to say Pelicans. Doesn't matter. Sure. I just test myself. Jason Thompson, who I think is Clay Thompson's brother. They just signed him for the hell of it. I've never heard that Clay Thompson had a brother. No, he has a brother. Really? Yeah, I think he's in the G League. Hold on. He is his brother. I did not know that. Yeah. I, I, I thought, no, his, his brother his plays baseball. No, no, no. Trace Thompson, I think. No, he plays basketball. No, 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 no. He's on the Dodgers. Was on the Dodgers. Trace Thompson. It's Michael Thompson. He has two brothers. Oh. Michael Thompson. See, there he is. What yeah. team is he on? Uh, Santa Cruz Warriors. Warriors G League. Huh. So, at one point, this is an interesting fact. Where did he go to college? Pepperdine. I guess it wasn't, I guess it wasn't the same guy, though, because, um, where did I just put the roster? The roster says the guy went to, like, yeah, it wasn't his brother, though. Whatever. But still. Um, but yeah, it was probably... It was probably something relative to this. I don't know. Um, interesting fact, actually. What? This is the only time it happened in NBA history. Steph and Seth and then Clay and Michael. Michael? Michael? Michael. Michael. We're all in the Warriors at the same time. The NBA Warriors. First time, first time and last time ever that two sets of brothers were on the same team. Seth Curry. Seth and Steph, and then Clay and Michael. Seth on the Warriors. He was. I don't remember what I don't remember what year it was, but he was. Are you sure? Yes, I read it. And why is it the last time? Well, yet. Right now. Oh yeah, he was on the Warriors. Santa Cruz Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Right here, right here. You got it? Yeah. 2013-2014 yeah. on the Santa Cruz Warriors. I think he played like Okay, so it was one organization, it wasn't one team. Yeah, or an organization. Yeah. Another fun fact, the signing of Bogut. Uh, I think he played in, like, Australia or something. He did. He won the MVP, I think. I was going to say. He won- <laughs> Sorry, my bad. My bad, sorry. <laughs> he was, like, the league MVP and defensive player of the year, and he won the scoring title all in one year. And was the championship MVP. In Australia. In Australia. So like killed it. So dude could play. He killed it over there. Yeah. I guess he's back. I don't know. Quote unquote. I don't know. We'll see. Damn, Seth Curry's jumped around. 
Yeah, he's been he's been playing. One, two, three, Journeyman. four, five. Wait, I can't count. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight teams in what six years? Yeah, this is twenty thirteen to twenty nineteen. Yeah, six years. Seth, Seth's uh, eight teams in six years. He gets around. Hey man, D League All Star. Watch it. Pretty much stud. I remember playing Duke. I don't know. Yeah, and, and Seth went to uh, or Steph. Steph. Steph went to Davidson, Davidson, and then he went to Duke, and look what, how that turned out. Yep. So, ooh, Liberty. Oh. First he went to Liberty, and then he went to Duke. Transferred. See, he's still journeyman in college too. I didn't know that. Okay. Um. Anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm good. I'm ready to uh, beat you in picks this week. So I'm going to win both those games. So I'm up 5-3, just a reminder. Um, we got Antonio Brown, trade destination. That's supposed to come out tomorrow. Really? Yeah, they said they were supposed to have a trade in place for Friday. When did uh, they say that, though? Yesterday. Oh, okay. I was, well, I was Tuesday or something. So it was like last week. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and the Duke, UNC, Michigan, Michigan State will know by Saturday. And then... So we should know all of these results by next week. And well, then, yeah. ooh, next week, Thursday is what day? Of the month? Yes. Um, 14th. Okay, so next week, the Atlantic Sun will be done. Conference tournament. Atlantic Sun will be done. Well, I'm already out of that. You're so already I'm, out of that. Yeah. I'm still in it. Big oofs on that. Um, oh, we didn't even mention that. So, we made conference picks last week. Um, there was thir- There's 32 conference tournaments. So, each one of us had 32 opportunities of points. Florida Gulf Coast was Frank's pick for the Atlantic Sun League. They lost in the first round yet. To the, NJIT. The other day. To NJIT. God. So you are now down to 31 possible points. It's all right. I'm still at 32 because I had Lipscomb and they won and they're about to beat NJIT. They probably will. I don't know. So. And then did Colgate play yesterday too? Colgate plays tonight. Play tonight? I think they're playing right now. What? Yeah. Colgate and Lehigh. Lehigh was my pick. Col- Colgate was your pick. Oh, we're playing each other right now? No, they're not playing each other. But they're playing at the same time. I'm not paying attention. Oh, okay. Um, I know the principal. Back to what I was saying. Sorry. Sorry. Um, next week, Thursday, um, episode will come out on the 14th. We will know the results of the Atlantic Sun, which you already got. You are already out of. Um, we'll know the results of the Big South, which we both have Radford. Uh, we will know the results of the Colonial Athletic League, which starts... Tomorrow, no. Two years from now. Saturday. Um, we both have Hofstra there. We'll know the results of the Horizon League, where we both have Wright State. We'll know the results of Metro Atlantic Athletic League, where you have Quinnipiac and I have Iona. Also the, uh, the Ivy League. No. That's the four- the fourteenth. No, Ivy League and. Oh, I read it seven. wrong. Sorry, I read it wrong. I read yeah. it. Um, the Missouri League, where we both have Loyola. It's Loyola. Loyola. You said Loyola. You said it wrong. 
I said Loyola. It's like Loyola. You said it wrong. No, I didn't. Play back. You just can't hear. Play back. Um, the Northeast, New York, the Northeast Conference, where we both had Fairleigh Dickinson. Uh, Ohio Valley, where we both had Murray State. Patriot League. With the Patriot League, where, as I said, you have Colgate, I have Lehigh. The Southern League, where we it's both have week next week. Wofford. Uh, Summit League, where we both have San Diego State. Wow, these God, early are, conferences, we both have a lot. We, and the West Coast League, where we both have Gonzaga. That was easy, though. Yes. Why are we on the same page all the time, though? It's these early ones, man. The smaller conferences, we're pretty on the same page. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that sometimes. But, uh, biggest... Pat up, let me two points. We get after that. It's interesting. Big East, SEC, about Navi some points. Big Ten, about Navi some points. Okay, you picked Michigan to be Michigan State, but they have Michigan State win the conference. Listen, it's an it's a it's a, it's not a it's not a sprint. It's, it's a, a marathon. It's a marathon. It's a marathon. Okay. 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 Michigan Grandpa. State. If I'm picking the race to, to sprint, I'm gonna take you same bolt. If I'm not taking you same bolt in the marathon. It's just not happening. All right, Grandpa, does defense win championships too? Yes, they do. That's why the Giants aren't winning the Super Bowl this year. There's a lot more reasons why they're not winning the Super Bowl this year, Tyler. <laughs> All right, I think we can close it out there. Um, for Frank Pitterini, I'm Tyler Maines. We'll see you next week. Some big college basketball games to, re- to review. Goodbye. <laughs>